Hello and welcome to the Interpersonal Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Peters, and today we're going to be looking at generational differences in communication as it relates to language patterns. Thank you for listening. When we examine interpersonal communications, there's all these different aspects of the way that we communicate that come together to determine how we interact, how humans interact. And obviously, one of the most integral parts of human communication is language. And it's something that's been studied in communication theory. And it's always been a defining feature of human civilization. And so today, as we're kind of examining generational differences in communication patterns, I wanted to explore how differences in linguistic tendencies and modifications of language influence the way that generations interact with each other and communicate, as well as how language evolves over the course of those generations. So to get some insight into this topic, I'd really like to focus on slang, because slang is a really interesting and unique component of language. And I think that it can tell us something about the way that language can change over time and how that impacts the way that generations communicate. The first article that I found that I felt really provided a great deal of insight into the role of vernacular in communication was called Tropes of Slang by Asif Aga from the University of Pennsylvania. The article explained that old slang terms can eventually be incorporated into the mainstream conventional language. And actually, that's how a lot of modern language has developed. Interestingly enough, though, the article also says that the phrase slang is often used to discount others' words or even label them as deviant because slang itself denotes a a word or phrase that isn't a part of standard English. Now, I'd also like to read a quote from this journal that I thought was particularly applicable to the modern generation, to my generation, as I've been researching it. Um, It says, American youth slang is nowadays part of global mediatized processes, um, e.g. pop music, movies, television, travel, and tourism, that make particular expressions of the variety very widely known. It's not difficult today to find speakers of Japanese, Thai, or Bengali who employ fragments of American youth slang even they even though they do not speak English fluently. Now, I found this to be very relatable to the situation that my generation is in because we're so interconnected today. 
we're so globalized, especially with the web and all the technology that we have at our fingertips. And so I really think this just goes to show how widely this new form of language can be spread. And so going back to these generational differences within language, you know, I I think it's fair to say that every generation has had their own unique vocabulary. But I think what really sets my generation apart is our ability to project our new language across the world and across cultures because of our technological interconnectedness. And I have no doubt that this has an incredibly strong impact on our communication style. This view was further supported by another article I found entitled Linguistic and Social Features of Slang. It was published in 2017 from the Kazan Federal University in Russia. It also contends that technology has indeed reinforced language development, and it also outlines the argument for how youth culture helps shape the way that neologisms or new words or phrases are added to our vocabulary. TV, music, sports, and the internet are all cited as kind of the top factors that play into this youthful slang style, which in turn plays into our culture as a whole and changes our style of communication. Now, I'm beginning to see an indication here that there is, in fact, a generational component to the differences in the way that we speak which, of course, has a significant impact on communication between any generations. So what can these trends teach us about intergenerational communication? Well, according to an article from The Education Review written by Jean Aitchison, coded slang that is popular, especially among members of my generation, and involves such modifications as the condensing of words via text, is similar to swearing in that both are thought to be rebellious adolescent tendencies. But the article also pointed out that each generation has these departures from the linguistic norm that are considered to have a negative influence. Uh, one piece of information that I think saw that I thought was a pretty accurate observation for modern times was that hip-hop music in particular has been very influential in our generation in creating different word meanings and also creating ambiguous meanings for words. An example that was given was this trend that words with a negative connotation are often changed to mean the opposite, such as the word wicked, which has come to describe something that's pretty cool, even though that's somewhat contrary to its intrinsic meaning. And so I think that's one notable way that my generation has had an influence on language communication. Of course, people continue to worry about the appropriateness of informal word use, 
especially among teens, because it's thought to have a corruptive influence. One journal I read that explored this phenomenon in the context of swearing used the lens of the expectancy violations theory to do so. This research was published in the Communication Reports Journal, and it was written by Danette Eifert-Johnson and Nicole Lewis. It did a lot of examination into perception and into how our interactions change our viewpoints. One big takeaway was that slang and swearing are often used to rebel against an existing social structure, and so it depends on the speaker's status as to appropriateness in a given situation. And of course, generations play a big part of this. But what I also thought was really interesting is that the use of this type of language can also reinforce barriers in social structure if it's used by authority figures. For example, a parent using slang around their children would only be creating a bigger sense of distance between their generations, rather than seeming more approachable. So oftentimes, these patterns of communications result in expectancy violations, especially in formal settings, because the receiver is caught off guard by the sender's informality. And if these violations are strong enough, the sender can be evaluated based on their spoken message. Now, we typically associate slang and swearing with incompetence in our culture, but there can also be a degree of positive perception that can occur, especially when it's used with members of an in-group who believe this new language trend to be popular or fashionable. And in a general sense, that's what these generational tendencies in language are all about. It's about a group identity. At least, that's what my research is telling me. And it's also telling me that there is this distinction, especially in my generation, um, that facilitates our communication differences because of our interconnectedness. But I wanted to get a real perspective from two generations to see what their perceptions of the situation are. So I interviewed two individuals, one of them a baby boomer and one of them a member of Generation Z, because I wanted to learn about their experiences and how it's shaped the way that they communicate with other generations. My first interview is with the baby boomer, my mom. All right. So the first question is, in your experience, has the use of slang in modern language changed the way that we communicate? When I think of slang today, I guess most of what I think is in is in um, printed um, like texts and messages such as that. So um, 
that has changed greatly as we didn't have anything like that in text. We didn't even have text messages. So the new little phrases that have come out, and there's quite a few, have really set the generation that's below me, the younger generation, out of my league sometimes as to what they're saying. It, sometimes it's a whole foreign language. Um, so I would say that, that to, to me, some of the, the slang and terms that are used nowadays, I don't even know and have had to become familiar with. And it's changing. It's continuously changing at a rapid pace, so it's hard to keep up with all of the, the new terms. So um, do you think that our ability to express ourselves verbally is helped or hindered by the use of informal language such as slang? I would say, unfortunately, I think it's been hindered. Um, the one example I will use is people used to call um, a home a uh, a parent's home to talk to a friend and in so doing somebody other than their friend maybe would answer the phone and so you would have to learn to verbally communicate with parents or siblings um and probably on a daily basis so much is direct contact with just the person that you are planning to speak to whereas in the past you would have to verbally communicate with people outside to get to a person maybe that you were um, intending to speak with. And, and um, so I, and I think that's an unfortunate thing because it learned, it taught us how to communicate with people, not just of our own generation, but people older and, and younger. All right. Um, so do you think that this new vocabulary has a deeper effect on communication than we might acknowledge? I think it's had an effect in bringing maybe a generation of people closer together and but but maybe separating them from generations that are older than them um, but they've kind of come up with their own maybe own subculture of communication through the use of their own slang terms and slang's been around forever but it's just to me I would say that there's there's it's become almost a, a whole nother means of communication um, in, in nonverbal forms. So um, do you think that your generation had its own way of speaking that separated you from older generations? And if so, how was that different from modern language patterns? I think that... Uh, Young generations have always had their own slang terms and own way of speaking, um, but it's morally, it's most, it was more probably just words or maybe a few phrases, and um, the older generation probably was was kept out of that. I think it's become much more widespread in um, able with with um, with texting, emailing. Um, Technology has has stepped in and and made the slang and um, use of slang and the expanse expansion of slang much greater than it was when I was younger. My second interview is with the Gen Zer, my friend Peyton Colstow. So my first question for you today 
is do you find that our generation has developed its own unique vocabulary or language that has influenced the way that we communicate in this day and age? Yes, I think that I would agree with that. So do you find that this modern informal language has an adverse effect on our interpersonal communication skills? Or would you posit the opposite? Um, I would feel that... I wouldn't necessarily say that it's an adverse effect. I feel as though having the modifications to the normal language offer the benefits of being able to convey certain emotions or convey certain ideas in a certain way that not everybody would understand, which may be beneficial to like people who are in that group as it can make them feel like more exclusive to things and make them feel like they're closer to it. But to someone who is an outside observer, then I would say that it would be an adverse effect due to the fact that they aren't un that they are unable to understand what is being attempted to be conveyed by those using this different language than they are typically used to. So how does your perception of an individual change based on their use of modern or casual terms? I would say that if they use it in a relatively light sense or just in a casual way, where it's just lightly interspersed with their normal means of talking and communication, then I'm perfectly okay with it. I don't feel as though it would change my perspective of them at all. But if they are overly against it or they use it in excess, then I could see my perspective possibly being changed about them as I could potentially see them as being either a killjoy if they feel as though they shouldn't use any of this modern lingo at all, or if they use too much of it, I could see them as just merely being irritating. So do you ever feel out of the loop, especially as a member of this modern generation, if you can't relate to the modern vocabulary? I'd say to, well, in certain cases, yes, that I would. So um, do you think that the distinct language of our generation helps us to relate to each other more effectively? Yes, I would most certainly say so, especially in comparison to other generations who just had that basic kind of language that they all had. Or they, I guess that they all kind of had their own like modern type of language that was different from generations before. But I feel like especially today, we've been using and creating a lot more different words and terms and phrases that help better make, help us better all relate to everything. All right. So then do you believe that social media has expedited or increased the influence of new verbal expressions? Yes, I would certainly say so. Just because like all these new verbal expressions had to start somewhere, it was likely just a small place. Someone just decided to use it. But then through the use of social media and through the use of like advertising it and reaching more people, then it was able to be more widespread to where basically everybody could use it that's ever been on social media. All right. So finally, I'd like to ask you, do you have a favorite slang word, old or new, that you'd like to share? 
Um, hmm. I guess the only word that comes to mind is yeet. When all is said and done, there seems to be a common theme throughout these interviews and throughout my research. There is indeed a generational difference in the way we communicate today when looking at the evolution of language over time. And while we can all acknowledge that each generation has had its own inventions of slang, my generation in particular is notable for the extent and universality of its unique vernacular. Where will we go from here? What new innovations will the next generation bring? As to that, we can only guess, but technology's role in shaping the way we communicate and creating a globalized language phenomenon for the youth of today has had an indisputable impact on our modern culture. The implications of yeet may seem inconsequential, but the new conventions that new words and phrases like this one bring are a defining feature of my generation's patterns of communication. This is Sam Peters, and from all of us here at the Interpersonal Podcast, thanks for tuning in. I guess the only word that comes to mind is yeet. <laughs>